0: Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the Angry Millennial Podcast. Hey guys, Jose here. So uh, for this episode this week, um, I decided to kind of go after something that I've been meaning to do for a while. When I first started this, I knew that I wanted certain things to, to happen. So I wanted interviews with great creatives, uh, picking their brains, you know, getting a behind the scenes, look at what makes them tick and that sort of thing. But I also wanted to do some of my blog posts. I wanted to you know kind of dictate them for a few reasons. Some people just literally like a lot of you guys who enjoy these podcasts, you know, you probably listen to them on your way to work or you listen to them on the background of your computer while you're editing or something like that some of you may prefer to digest, you know, things like that auditorily, orally. But in all seriousness, for some people, whether you are, you know, blind or, um, you know, just hate reading long, long form content, that sort of thing. Uh, hopefully this will serve as a great way to, um, you know, get some more different content. Again, these episodes are not going to be you know, an hour long, they're going to be very short form. It's, you know, 15, 20 minutes or less every single time. So, you know, for this week, I'm going to be dictating a, an article I wrote earlier this year that actually has been pretty popular. It's called uh, why you should always make time for personal projects. And, and this really goes, I mean, it's not a secret and it, it's really big with all sorts of creatives. Um, you know, photographers are a big portion of that, but anyone anyway, really, so, you know, uh, I'm going to go through it and then make comments throughout the, throughout the way and that sort of thing. And, you know, if you guys have any other things you'd like to hear me talk about, whether it's other articles or anything like that, you know, feel free to, you know, just drop me a line and, uh, and let me know. All right. So, again, this is why you should always make time for personal projects. So Listen, whether you've been a photographer for 10 weeks or 10 years, we've all heard the cautionary tales about yet another creative who's packed it all up, sold off all of their gear, and decided to do something else in terms of a career. It's with that in mind that I'm writing about the importance of personal projects. Now, most people hear that and think of young art school students who pull together friends to shoot some fun stuff between their demanding curriculum of school-mandated projects. Now, while that is a good example, it is worthwhile to note the importance on a healthy, creative, paid personal work balance that really never goes away, but we often forget nonetheless. Uh, A few notable professional examples of photographers who instill this said balance in their careers are like uh, Chase Jarvis, uh, Joey L, both of which whom preach a lot on this topic as they realize the long-term benefits and how it impacts their careers, but more importantly, their overall creativity as well. Now I know what you're thinking, it sounds all warm and nice, but how can you actually make this work? Well, I'm going to go through a few tips that are just really small things to remember that really kind of help you keep keep yourself on track. I guess I we, we all have those issues. Um, you know, staying motivated and 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 sticking to things and that sort of thing and it's it's not easy. So with that, it really is just, like I said, setting aside a time and sticking to it. You know, depending on your focus, it can be as long or short as you prefer. You know, the really important thing is to make sure that you focus on unplugging from your usual everyday routine. You know, we we always do this, and I, I'm guilty of myself, that when I set hard stop uh, stop times on certain things and hard start times on others, well we can always seem to find a reason why, oh, just, you know, two more emails or let me just finish this or let me just do this one more thing and then I'll get to the other thing. And a lot of times, like we know, it, that other thing sometimes just goes away by the wayside and at the end of the day you realize you never even did it. Um, so, you know, it's it's the important thing is that you just literally have a stop time and you say, okay, at this time, for this hour, for this two hours, even for this week, whatever, that you're going to just unplug. Now, I don't mean, you know, unplug in the sense of, you know, completely, uh, you know, give up your phone and give up everything else. But at the same time, unplug from your everyday routine. You know, if that means walking outside and, you know, doing, uh, walking around and shooting or whatever it may be, it's, you know, it's different from what you, you know, your normal grind every day. So another thing is finding the right amount of time that works for you. And that's different for everyone. So it can be as short as a week or three to six months. But finding the, what works best for you will take time. So, you know, don't despair. You know, it's it's not easy. You know, so... Wedding photographers, they usually use their seasonal downtime to work on personal work and new ideas for their upcoming busy season. You know, whether it's new shooting styles, new ways to use new lenses, it can be a whole bunch of things. So, you know, it's it's for everyone. It's always going to be different for commercial photographers. There can be lucky enough that if they have, you know, three busy months of big work, uh, they can allow themselves like two, three months of just traveling and shooting passion projects. So, you know, it's, again, for everyone, it's going to be different. Um, But part of finding out what works for you is just doing it and kind of working through it. So another big thing is to realize the workflow benefits as well as the creative ones. You know, walking around new cities with your camera can be therapeutic and a great new way to shoot plates for your composite work or even limited run fine art prints. And a lot of people do that as well. And prospective clients sometimes will follow photographers' personal work closely because they want something outside of the box in terms of ideas for their creative needs and briefs. And, you know, I've seen a lot of times firsthand photographer friends of mine who, you know, had a certain style and would talk to a client and think that that was a good mesh. And upon, you know, kind of sitting with them and realizing, you know what? We actually don't want your signature style, but we really love your personal work, uh, and what you do. And and sometimes there's there going, whoa, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" That's like my my Tumblr or something, you know. When you spent, we all spent a lot of time and sweat and energy and blood with like you know making our sites look great and being the the thing that we want everyone to hire us for. Um, but sometimes that's not the case. So you know you have to kind of you know, kind of roll with it and realize that. And again what starts off as something small, you know, it, it, it may suddenly become a new direction for your career. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've seen people who say, Hey, look, I used to shoot this. I started this passion project It suddenly took off and now it's my new focus, you know? So another thing to think about too is you got to start small and slowly expand your comfort zone. You know, do you like shooting landscapes? Like I mentioned earlier, you know, a nearby city uh, will always be great. You know, if you want to discover new neighborhood pockets or even new ways to shoot the same ones that you shot for, you know, for years, you know, but whenever you're comfortable, you know, why not discover somewhere new, whether it's by train, car or even a plane, you know, uh, think, think Wanderlust, you know, you get the idea. So, you know, the creative lifestyle can be tough. I mean, we especially when it involves, you know, not just you and involves a family and that sort of thing. It's you know what we put our loved ones through sometimes is is quite horrible, so you know why not bring along your loved ones and families you know to help you unplug and remember why you're doing all this hard work you know remember why you you know you're up until the late nights, you know burning them in the oil and you know waking up early and taking meetings and you're traveling a lot because you know. In reality, that's why we all do this is for our family you know, our loved ones. Um, So sometimes it, it really can help with achieving that balance between the work life and the home life to really just sometimes always just take a moment and say, Hey, look, here's what I do. Let's have fun. Let's not worry about getting paid with when I pick up my camera, let's just, you know, walk around and take pictures and show, you know, your kids or your wife or your girlfriend, you know, how much fun it can be. And, you know, if, if they like it, then great. Maybe they get into it. Or if they're already into it, maybe you can just, they can help you get re-inspired. So a big thing is, you know, remembering why you picked up a camera or a paintbrush or a pen, you know, a lot of professional athletes who get paid millions of dollars to play a game, most, if not all, will say that the best time in their career were the times coming up. You know, pop Warner leagues, high school. You know, before the money, before the contracts and the endorsements and that sort of thing. Um, you know, and, and honestly, being a, a creative is no different. You know, picking up your camera for for no monetary gain, no creative brief. You know, can can remind you why you got into this field to begin with, and and that's important. You know, you you want that. You want to be reminded sometimes. Hey, this is. This is, remember, this was fun. (laughs) You know, when you're sitting in front of the computer 12 hours a day for two weeks editing and retouching, that sort of thing, it it can be hard to remember that sometimes. Ask anybody, do anything for a career, and it will eventually become a job. And, you know, getting burnt out on a fun, creative outlet is actually inevitable. Um, So it's all in how you remedy, you know, the, the pain, if you will oftentimes this rollercoaster lifestyle, being a full-time creative, we honestly only come to these lucid understandings after some time away from it, you know, entirely. Um, you know, whether we take a, a nine to five job to help bring in a steady paycheck or, you know, just unplug from the creative side and move to another spot, you know, behind the scenes. And, and it's, it's, it's tough. You know, I, being honest, that was me for a while. I've had a, job that, you know, it, it was a freelancing job, but it was very much so my main priority. And and I wanted it because after, at that time, some five, six years of of shooting full time, I just kind of was burnt out and just wanted to do something different that was still kind of creative and was still flexible and I could work from home and I could travel and that kind of thing. But at the same time, it, like anything else, after a while, I, I started feeling the need to, to be creative again. And, you know, started shooting more again. Um, I actually started teaching at some local colleges, teaching people photography, um, you know, and, and it really helped. It really helped re spark my, my need to to be creative and to make things and create things again. It, you know what, but it doesn't have to take such a stark departure to help bring about that understanding and, And instead, you just have to remember the importance of ongoing personal work while you're in your creative career um, and how it can really help you in terms of keeping motivated, inspired, yourself refreshed and that sort of thing. And not just chasing money and um, stressing yourself out and your family and your personal life. (laughs) You need to have all that stuff. So, you know, guys, I hope you. Uh, you know, enjoyed uh, this Thursday recording episode. So these sort of things I can do on Thursdays when maybe, you know, Stevie can't come around or we don't have a topic necessarily to, to kind of uh, just kind of veg out or vent about and that sort of thing. I have a bunch of articles that i have always writing and uh, hopefully it's a great way that you guys can, you know, ingest um, some of this content in a different way and hopefully the way that you prefer. Listen, guys, thank you. I'll see you guys on Monday. All right. Have a good weekend.